welcome to the outcast i'm your host kimmy and if this is your first time here i basically like to dive into unpopular opinions controversial topics and just great areas that need to be brought to people's awareness because you never know what you can learn from somebody and there are there are things that i think that destroy us as as a society that just needs to be brought to light sometimes. And my whole point of making this space is to listen to those, you know, subjects that are more, you know, mind stimulating and something that's bigger than surface level. I do have a few updates I want to talk about having guests on the show. I have received so many requests from people that want to speak on this show. And I'm happy for it because that's what I want in the end to hear other people's opinions, right? Well, if you want to be a guest on the show and, you know, we actually have some substance to talk about something that's actually you know, mind provoking, I would like to reach out now. So I did set up an Instagram. You can follow me at the Outcast Audio. So that sounds exactly how it's spelled, the name of the the Outcast and Audio. It has the same logo that you are looking at now on there so you don't get lost. So you can reach out to me on Instagram and then we can make something work. I do have to say is if if you if I don't invite you on the show and I don't know you personally, you're probably not going to be sitting right next to me as I'm recording. But that that is something I want to do with people that I know and trust. But for people that, you know, are miles away in different countries that want to put their input in. I welcome that too. All I ask, all I ask is that you have the proper equipment. So all you really need is a mic and to make sure you're in a space there where there isn't any background noise and that you can be heard loud and clear. That's all I require. So like I said, I have my Instagram available and not just for people that want to be guests on the show. It's also for people to you know, stay updated about posts and just different topics that are going to pop up. And it's also a way for me to engage with my listeners. What I want to talk about today is it's mostly trying to tear down stereotypes because I think one of the biggest issues in racism is that we all um, have created these stereotypes of people and they they just still remain the same. Like, I think people do not do their best of trying to get rid of these stereotypes or at least to look at it as that not everybody fits the, the, the mold that is created in these stereotypes. So specifically, I want to talk about the Oreo <laughs> terminology that's placed on, uh, I guess it's on Black people or at least a certain group of Black people. And I've, and I'm, 
I'm one of them. I've been told I am an Oreo, that I'm even a double stuffed Oreo. Like I am surprised that my picture wasn't next to this definition because I, I want to bring up a definition of what an Oreo is because if you thought I was talking about a cookie and you, that, that's where I was going to start this whole episode off at. No, you're definitely in for a treat, pun intended. So here's the definition from dictionary.com. A black person who is regarded as having adopted the attitudes, values, and behavior thought to be characteristic of middle-class white society. So that's, and hence, you know, there's the cookies black on the outside, but on the inside is white. So it's when people say this to me, because I'm I'm a living POV <laughs> of the of the Oreo stereotype, they're basically saying someone that doesn't act in those black stereotypes as expected. So when someone is behaving differently, or at least better than the black stereotype that <laughs> is placed on us, we're all of a sudden connected with white people. Like we're aspiring to be white. Like for us to be educated and I don't know, well-rounded and well-mannered of a person, we're trying to be white. And I just can never understand the concept. It honestly frustrates me because I look at my skin. I I have no problem being black. I've never in my life was just like, I want to be white. Like it's, and it's, isn't, and it's more of a, just a color thing. Cause I don't, I just don't understand why we spend a lot of our time focusing on the color of people's skin. Like that's, that's, that shouldn't even matter. It's about what's the inside on somebody of somebody, but Unfortunately, this is something that's not that's not in this case. So I honestly hear this from both sides. So I hear this within my own race and I hear this outside, which hearing this outside from my race sounds a lot differently. And but when I hear it from people of my own, it's it's like, dang, y'all don't consider me black because. <laughs> because I don't talk a certain way or because I listen to this. It's, I don't know, it's very offensive. And I think there are people out there that think it's a compliment, but it's not. So I just want to kind of explore at least <laughs> certain situations I've been brought into because of the Oreo stereotype that I guess I apparently fit in. So. I, I've noticed coming from, I've, I've been to like, a, like schools where it's predominantly black people and I've been to schools where it's predominantly white people. And it's, it's definitely different as of, in a sense, when I'm with predominantly black people, there's like, oh, you're kind of, you're kind of different. You know, you don't talk with the same slang or just like I don't talk hood enough or I just I it's it's so hard for me to kind of explain this because I can't wrap my mind around how I'm acting white 
<laughs> to other black people when I'm just you can clearly see I'm black, but just the idea that you don't consider me one of your own because I'm not behaving a certain way or my personality isn't, I guess, maybe to your standard. But I think it's totally different when you when I hear from other people that aren't in my race because I find it offensive and they they sometimes aren't aware of their ignorance in the sense of when they come off saying things, for instance, I, when I went to this predominantly white school, I've had people come up to me and say like the craziest things. Like for instance, I was in class one time and I had someone say, Oh, I usually don't even like talking to black people. or I don't have that many black friends because I always think they're ghetto and loud and they're like ratchet. That's basically what they were saying. I ain't word for word, but that's what they were telling me. And I didn't really know how to take in that information. I don't know what to say. I, I know I'm not, I guess, seen in that way, but I don't know how to respond to it either. Because <laughs> it's just like, uh, okay. So they, but that person that, I say that person, but people that think that way, they feel like, oh, I I feel safe to talk to this black person about it because they're not like one of them. Like all this, this standard that I thought of black people, of them being, you know, ghetto, rude, loud, all this other stuff. I think like, it's just weird because <laughs> that person probably has always held up that prejudiced mindset of black people. And then when they came to me, they were just like, oh, you know, you're, you're different. You're, you're my black friend. That's kind of how I see. So when people say like, oh, you're that person to say, oh, I, how am I racist? I have a black friend. That's how you, that's basically how it looks. That's a perfect example. <laughs> that's a perfect example right there. I've also had, um, I did, <laughs> I had someone ask me why, why don't I go visit my family in Africa? <laughs> and I, and it, it's, it's funny because I, I know this person, they, I truly care about them, it, but it, it was like the funniest thing. And I know, I think there are people that are really just, they just, They've never been around black people. So they they are curious about these things. They don't know how to say. It. And plus we were younger at the time. So it's not something I'm holding on holding on to as like a negative thing, but it's a funny thing when I hear it from people. So yeah, they um asked why I don't go to Africa to visit my people. I was like, I don't even know if I have family in Africa. Like I honestly don't, I don't even know if. I was brought here as a slave. And honestly, I think we should tear down that wall too of, the, of thinking that just because someone's black, they're from Africa or, you know, they, you could be from anywhere. You could be Jamaican, you could be European and black. Like there's so you can be black and not always connected to Africa. And, <laughs> but I, that's, that's another episode because 
that that's that's a whole thing for itself. But let's see another instance I ran into is like people like like racial jokes. Maybe some people feel more comfortable saying racial jokes around you because they think you'll find it funny, but it's that's not. Is I don't want anyone to think because I don't behave a certain way that is considered black that that is okay to say that around me. And that's for anyone that is in that that has been told you act white or that you're Oreo. You shouldn't ever allow people to make racial jokes around you. And and that's and that's a hard thing because we're so accustomed to, you know, laughing at those type of things because a lot of things that were funny were about racial stereotypes. But when you really think about it, how, what does that say about us as a society? Our, we're, we like to make fun of the color of someone's skin and like, it's so low vibrational when you think about it. And I'm not saying this to say like, I haven't made a racial joke or said something very insensitive because I have, I know at least a few times, like it stays in the back of the mind. And that's like one thing with accountability. People can't remember certain things they've done, but I've, I remember saying some, some fucked up things <laughs> when I was younger, but as of today, like with the mature mindset, I just would not joke about those things. And I didn't even like it when like people made jokes, um, jokes that involve like black people and they say it around me and they think I would find it funny because I am black, but not really. For instance, I've had someone tell me about this joke that they heard from someone else. They didn't make it up, but this was so funny to them. They just could not tell me because they just could not stop laughing. I was like, damn, this must, this going to give me the giggles. Like I, I just want to laugh. And I wasn't thinking that it could be a racial joke, but <laughs> it was along the lines of what do you call a bunch of black people swimming in a swimming pool? And like, just from hearing that first sentence, it's like, what possible answer could come out of this that would actually be funny? Because I already knew it was going to disappoint me. And they just said the answer was Reese's Puffs. And I was like, what? what? I don't understand your, your, what, what, where were you going? Are, do you really thought that was funny? Like, do you think you were comedian material? Like, you really thought hard about that one because that's like me saying a whole bunch of white people swimming in a swimming pool are a bunch of kips. Like, it's just, it's stupid. <laughs> like, why would you compare people to cereal? But I don't know. Either way, it felt more offensive coming from other races, but in total, it's wrong on both sides. So I want to make sure I, I kind of recap a little bit, just things that would consider you an Oreo. So if you are not hood enough or if you don't talk white, which I explained that that means n not knowing too many vocabulary words and not speaking with Ebonics. <laughs> poor education and just sound like you're illiterate 
because and that, that, one thing that kind of bothers me when p- people say I'm talking white, it kind of makes it sound like back in the day, as if someone's like, oh, I'm surprised that N word can uh, read. I'm surprised that N word can uh, speak properly. Like it just goes to show because it it was illegal for black people to have an education. So when people are telling me they're surprised I speak so well, you make it seem like like education just isn't available to everybody now. Like times haven't changed. That's where it becomes offensive. You listen to white people music. That was something that I didn't really get touch base into, but something that's not rap, R&B, gospel, some word there is somebody black. <laughs> there if I don't if you know if I don't listen to that then all of a sudden it's all white music and I it's just weird it's just weird it's like we can all enjoy different types of music (laughs) like I promise you some EDM slaps I, I hate to say it but some country music slaps when they play Neon Moon I just Tennessee whiskey, I'd I'd be up in there. So I I think at that point, that's just people not trying to open up their mind to new experiences. Uh, Don't know what I was just trying to say, but new experiences. (laughs) And we shouldn't call it white people music. You you don't even know if the person's white that is making the music sometimes. (laughs) I... Also, uh, sometimes I know this applies in careers. I don't think I've ran into this per se, but I know for a fact, just if a black person is trying to, you know, want more for themselves, create generational wealth, more financial stability, and they want a career that's, you know, bigger than what they can imagine. Now they're aspiring to be white, to have white, like the power of a white person. I I can just only imagine that happens or even being in spaces where you might be the only person that is black. And so you might be treated differently or be that person that is considered, oh, the, our diversity person (laughs) in the workplace. I just, I know for a fact that happens. Like I said, that hasn't happened to me, but I, I know it happens. <laughs> it all these things that make somebody considered to be an Oreo. Like I said, we need to really analyze why do we say these things. What are we telling black people and how do we really take what we're thinking and just, you know, break it down to why we have those type of values. <laughs> so think about it. Why are you telling a Black person that they're acting white, that they're, they can't be anything but ghetto, sassy, loud, uh, thug? They can't be anything more than that because that just there's just no way a black person is capable of being 
someone outside that box and I'm letting you know it's very possible and if you have friends that are black (laughs) and you talk like this to them or you have this I don't know this weird complex where you think they are less than black like if you go around telling your friend is white you're you're one of the people I'm talking about like don't (laughs) don't try to put that Oreo stereotype on black people we don't want to be white that's not our aspiration we just want better for ourselves we want we we want to do different stuff we want to enjoy different types of music different types of hobbies like there's nothing wrong with that and I shouldn't feel like I'm I feel like my blackness shouldn't be determined by the way I behave or the things I do. No one should be based off stereotypes because they're not always true. And we shouldn't, like I said, we shouldn't be trying to fit people in the boxes because that limits us as a society. We're not progressing. We're not, you know, trying to do better when we hang on to these stereotypes. And that's in any aspect. And that goes for people that are Black and people that aren't Black. Stop saying Oreo. (laughs) We're not getting anywhere as people when we use those stereotypes. But to people that have been called an Oreo and or at least if you have kids, because a lot of people my age, they have kids. If you have kids, you know that they have been called an Oreo. You have to have that conversation with them to say, no, you're not an Oreo, you are black. Nothing you do changes <laughs> the color of your skin. And I want people to be more assertive with stopping these type of things that happen. So if somebody calls you Oreo or makes racial jokes or their ignorance is just a little bit too much, let them know about themselves. That's, that's what we should do as people. Be like, no, I'm not an Oreo. I am Black. I am all about Black culture. I'm Blackly Black, Black from infinity to infinity. So that that's not going to change. Be proud of your skin. Don't let no one belittle you because they think you're less than, you, you deserve less than that. You don't. You are worthy of the same respect as the next person. <laughs> So I'm I've been wanting to talk about this because it's 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 so dehumanizing. And like I said, this there's similarities in other cultures where people are told that they're acting white. And if we want to stop racism as all, we gotta work on those things. Stop stop putting these things into people's brain because we think we think it's nothing, but actually it is affecting people psychologically it makes them (laughs) think that they can't be themselves and I don't like that so I hope y'all enjoyed what I had to say and I like I said if y'all are trying to we're gonna cut that part but outside all of that Like I said, if you want to support, I want you guys to 
Follow me on Instagram at the Outcast Audio. I want you to engage more. I want you to be active in my Spotify questions. And I just want to, I just want to know what you think too. So with that being said, thank you guys for listening. Bye.